Hi, this is Ernest Lynch, and we're also talking to a very secret person named my wife, and we are talking about sex in the new year. And I'd like to just start recording to continue this conversation. So, you're saying guys on Twitter don't have sex. <laughs> that's, the, that's the last Ooh, thing. get the bus off my chest. <laughs> that's no, no, not what I'm no, saying. No, 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 saying... no, 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 no. You said... And, well, you said that, but you you overarched, and I said, wait, let me bring the bring it in a little bit, and it's the fact that a lot of guys, not like virgins, but I think a lot of people are. You can't take what people are saying on there as so like I, even fifty percent serious. I think a lot of men on Twitter that talk about their sexual experience is are having trash. Sex. I don't see a lot of guys trashing the sex that they have. I do. Like, I do see it. Maybe we should trade followers and, like, see what's going on. Totally. Like, because I don't see... I don't see... If I see sex stuff, it's because of suggested likes, which were not a thing five years ago, which was not a thing ten years ago. I had a Twitter in 2009 when I wasn't allowed to because military school mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was allowed to be on the internet I wasn't allowed to talk to the outside world for nine months um, but this guy was at a meeting uh, we were at a computer science meeting and he's like Obama has a Twitter you need to get a Twitter start it now and I was like alright I'll get one and I tweeted like five tweets and I stopped and then 2010 happened and 2011 happened and, two, and like everyone was blowing up on this thing so suggested likes seeing someone's likes seeing what someone else is interested in and seeing it on your timeline is not something that I come across. So if I'm 9.30 in the morning and boobs come across my timeline, that's not what I asked for. Those are suggested things from someone I already like. I'm not getting those influence. So if I see what I'm seeing, it's not a bunch of guys talking. I'm not following guys that are sexually frustrated. Yeah, I, d- I don't either. I follow NFL and ESPN and, so, you know, athletes. But sometimes I go down the Twitter rabbit hole because I see you're something. You're searching and tapping and I'm searching not, and tapping. I'm not and- searching. I'm just following the the lead. You know, I'm following the funny. And I'm like, God, these guys are so disappointed sexually so, in their encounters. So you're seeing a dude and you're like, oh, this dude's funny. And then you hit his profile and then start reading his tweets? Or start reading... Because you're start, a deep reader. Start reading... Yes, because I comprehend what I read. So I start Unlike reading... Me. Reading his, <laughs> you know, and then reading people that have responded to him. So tweets and, and replies. Like it's... Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny that there's so much disappointment, but then there's always some chick on there saying, oh, you've never had this pussy. Oh know? my God. For sure. Like, <laughs> I don't know, read people's goes pages. Goes down in the DMs. You know that? I don't read people's pages. My DMs are extremely dry. My DMs are you sending memes. No, I'm sorry. Me sending memes to you, you rather. Yeah. No, I don't memes. I don't read people's timelines. I really don't. When I come across something funny, I absolutely do. No. I'll look at people's Insta pages because I'm like, I want to see your top nine and I want to see something that grabs me for me to follow you. Mm-hmm. Because what I follow is uh, artists, musicians, actors, food pages. And it's really the food pages because there's a lot of fake food pages. There's food pages out there that are still in other people's food. So I look at your page to see what kind of food. And I'm on the diet now. Mm-hmm. So I can't be watching, you know, deep fried cheeseburgers on a Tuesday. 
it's just not helpful. So it's not inspiring me. You know, I gotta stick to the oatmeal. I gotta stick to the square sandwich. I gotta stick to the square salad. So I try not to do that. Um, but back to the Twitter experience. Um, yeah, the suggested likes, the, the retweets weren't a thing for a moment as well. You couldn't retweet. You couldn't see someone's tweet and encapsulate it and push it to your time to your own page, which is essentially what you're doing. But when people follow you, you see that that wasn't a thing forever as well. Mm-hmm. So that so it went from just reading someone's tweets, following someone, reading someone's tweets, to someone party B retweeting party C's tweets. So you see C because of B, mm-hmm. and now you're seeing suggested likes. I think that's that's a lot of. That's a far-reaching influence. That is it really. Is it really necessary? Because I don't want to. I'm an absorber. I try to take in whatever. This is why I'm so meticulous or pinpoint about like the rooms that I'm in or the things that I read or something that I watch, especially in the mind states. You know that I can be in. I'm in. I try to keep in mind what I'm absorbing because. I'm going to remember it. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to play it back. It's going to be in my head, you know, and whether I throw it out, you know, or whether it sticks around, the fact that I saw it and I consumed it, it happened, you know, it's already in. So I think that has um, a big thing that people are taking for taking for granted. I've taken it for granted about all that stuff. But then when I see suggested likes from someone, I'm unfollowing. I'm like, I don't want to, I want to see your stuff. I don't want to accidentally see the stuff that you're liking. I don't want to know. Because I didn't want to follow that person anyway. Mm-hmm. So I end up muting people that just caught a stray. I don't dislike you. I just want to see your stuff because you like that person. Mm-hmm. So tell me more about your, your Twitter experience. How long you been on Twitter? <laughs> Ten years? Yeah. I don't know. Ten years? I think so. You got one in 2009? I can look it up. And 2010? Do you want me to look it up? No, you don't have to. Yeah. How'd you get your Twitter name? Uh, Zach. Who's Zach? <laughs> My son. <laughs> okay. So your son gave you a Twitter. How did he come up with that Twitter name? Uh, I think that's when everybody was talking about getting turned at the club, even though his mother didn't get turned, you know. That's but great. it was Wendy to turn, so. So it was like a sarcasm thing. Kinda, sorta. So you yeah. can get turned. He was in high school when he... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how long ago it was. He was definitely in high school, maybe a sophomore in high school. When that this happened. was during his so college du- call, uh, call of Duty days. T- yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your experience with Call of Duty? Uh, I don't really have one. I would get on his headset and talk shit to total strangers. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what everyone does when they play Call of Duty. Pretty sure that's how that goes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm not really a gamer. I um, just uh, grab the headset and talk a bunch of crap. So you never played video games growing up? That wasn't your thing? Yeah, Ast- Asteroid, I think I played. And That's classic. Pac-Man, but... Um, Is Asteroid the one where you're in the, the little plane and you're like throwing exactly. little beads out? <laughs> Yeah, that's the one. So I would go in there, you know, but I would only go into like the video game, the arcade area at the mall because there was cute boys in there. Oh my God. You know what? (laughs) 
I was not thinking twice about girls when I went straight to the arcade. Exactly. I was going to the initial D. Exactly. Stage so, two, whatever so it was. So then I, I learned that they're no more interested in me than the man on the moon. So there was no reason for me to get into video games. They so. weren't interested in you? How old were you going into the arcades? I don't know. 13, 14, 15, maybe. So guys in the boys that were in the arcades you were trying to pick up on boys in arcades i was just kind of trying to see them you know and then they were they weren't feeling no nah, they were playing games so i'm like up oh, this is not my venue so i went down the street to the bar Dude, i was gonna say that's not funny people are touching <laughs> girls all the time that's not cool we don't believe in that don't do that we don't associate with people that do that mm-hmm. that's a no over here absolute no um yeah, I was in the I was in I was nerding. I loved cars naturally. And of course I love video games. So like having a video game that was a race car in the seat driving. Mm. I told you a story about me beating a guy with his with his girlfriend on a date. Mm-hmm. That was absolutely hilarious. Oh, I would get on the motorcycle ones. See? They had the motorcycle ones. And you, so I would get on the motorcycle ones. You naturally gravitate towards that. Yeah. Because you rode bikes like at least seven, ten years of your life? Yeah. More you know? than that. More yeah, than that? For sure. What was your bike experience? Tell me about that. Or tell us about that. Like the whole time growing up. Like I had you a weren't on motorcycle. Bi- that was dirt bikes though. I mean like you were driving them nasty I was things. having dirt bikes and motorcycles. Well then tell the people. What's your, what's your bike experience? <laughs> My bike experience. Anything with two wheels. I was on it. <laughs> since when till when? Because you don't now. Um, nowadays. Since I was... Well, since I'm not allowed to anymore. Uh, You're allowed to. I got my to, first just... motorcycle when I was 10. And then I rode up until, gosh, just a few, five, six years ago. What was your six first bike? <sighs> it was a Honda 50. <laughs> so that's a small engine. Yeah, tiny. But what's, um, why did you stop six years ago? Um, just stopped riding motorcycles. Six years ago? You know they're dangerous, I think it was, right? Yes. <laughs> I think people driving cars are dangerous. <laughs> Tell me <So>. more. <laughs> Especially when they see a red light and they're like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and run through that. Which we saw yesterday. We did. Which we have seen for Brilliant. weeks and years. We've seen that forever. It's a suggestion in California. The red light is a suggestion. <laughs> mm, you can stop or you can just run right through it. Everybody else is doing it. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. You got in a car accident. I did. With a guy turning left at a red light. Yeah. And then stopped and said, I'm on a police chase. And you said, in a 1971 Dodge pickup, sir. <laughs> I don't think you were in a car chase. You were not in a car chase. And, and if you were, it was only in your meth-induced brain fog. So six months later, you saw him with a faux-painted same pickup truck. We saw him. Yeah. He he painted over the cars so the police would like not... Like spray-painted brown. Right. It used to be like like sage green, and then it was spray-painted And it was brown. a sanded-off color, too, the brown, uh, the blue, sage green, whatever. That was like a really dusty color. Yeah. It was, like someone rubbed it off. Well, it was and from the, 1971. I get it. But it was really... You could still redo paint, you know, and that didn't happen. And the paint that he put over, you can still see the other colors behind it. I think he took the house paint that was sitting in the garage and said, they'll never find me. It was definitely spray paint, though. You could see, like, the, 
you could see the trajectory of the pain. It was not like that. It was, it was not it was brushed cruddy. on. Like, yeah. It was, it was completely cruddy. Yeah. Jordy is a cruddy person. Nice. So, you into cars? Do you like cars? I do like cars. What kind of cars do you like? What, what kind of cars are you into? <laughs> I don't know. I like those brand new Camrys. They're really What? <laughs> No, I I like. Now you're the, allowed to like what you like. But I'm like, allowed to say what I like the six series BMWs, and I never really even knew that I liked those until probably 2013. So what made that jump out to you? I don't know. It was just the body style, really sleek. Um, just I don't know. I don't know what it's about. You know, just kind of rounded, sleek body style. Yep. You know, and then I heard an M6 get on the freeway yeah. behind me and that was That'd a game changer you know that would definitely do it i don't yeah my uncle likes cars i have an uncle that loves cars and but i don't know like where but my dad and his dad my grandfather mm. loved loved on but he my pappy and my dad's dad loved bikes too and you won't see me on a bike because mm-hmm. i'm mr safety mm-hmm. <laughs> you're mr four doors you need to have four doors uh my first car was a volvo i was just born into what safe. is the safety rating on <laughs> i need five stars nothing less um but i wanted a dirt bike at, at some point as a kid too mm-hmm. i wanted a two-wheeler or a three-wheeler or four like i really wanted to get into it mm-hmm. um I remember coming um, out to California from North Carolina and bringing Zach when he was little, you know, and a, you know, Lamborghini would drive by us or a Ferrari. I wouldn't even be phased by it. And he would be like, oh, God, ah, because that cool. we didn't have that stuff back in, you know, on the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it is wild. And I, I stopped and thought about this more than once. I don't think I've said it to you out loud, but. Do you know what a Chevrolet Lumina is? Mm-hmm. You know exactly what that is, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me how many of you have seen since we moved here seven years ago. Right. You don't see normal-ass cars right. here. I had a grandmother, my great-grandmother, my grandfather's mother. She had a... Oh, she had an Oldsmobile. I think I've said enough. <laughs> she had I mean, a, there are people and it was just that, trucking. You know, but when you've got like the low end Mercedes that are, you know, being leased for four hundred dollars a month, yeah. somebody's gonna go get some, you know, some low end Mercedes for four hundred dollars a month rather than a Camry or a Kia or you know Hyundai. But it's not. It's not even about because you still having a new Camry and new Honda is crazy. Like seeing old beaters on the road. Oh, you see old beaters and normally they're being pulled over by the police. Right. Like you don't see old cars here. You don't see just trunking ass cars that are just pacing by, taking life easy. No one cares. I wash it every six months. No one notices. Nowhere we did see that though. Up in Sacramento. Up north. You know what? The farther north you drive... The more it's like that. So it's not California, it's SoCal. That's it's, the issue. It's absolutely. It's this this nugget of pompousness. Pompanuity. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, but even San Diego, you know, wasn't like that. You know, you have a lot of people coming, you know, from other states and bringing their vehicles, you know, yeah. transferring to Pendleton or down to San Diego, the naval base or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, normal people coming from elsewhere. 
I guess you make a good point with the San Diego area. Transplant factor. And we're talking about county. Yeah, San Diego County is just different than Orange County. Because people do, when they say, when I talk to people now from here and they say, or people that's from here and they say San Diego, I always think, like, the whole, like, left of the five, I don't just think uh, gas lamp. Because when people say San Diego, they mean downtown Gasland, like where the business is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I got family in Oceanside, you know, been in Encinitas, drove through Lucadia, you know. I think been San Diego way- is south of Christianitos. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Once all you the way to Trestles, the Mexican border. Right. <laughs> you, you know? know I, that is San Diego. It's San Diego County, but then San Diego is also a city. Just like Orange County, and then Orange is a city. L.A., and then L.A. is a city. So, but San Diego is a city. People say when they say San Diego, no one thinks of orange when they say orange. Yeah. But people say orange when they say orange. Mm-hmm. They don't say Orange County. They say Orange County. They mean some town that we don't think of that's north, you know. And then, oh, what do people say? Orange? Oh, like the TV stuff, which I never grabbed. I never watched Laguna Beach on MTV. <laughs> So it's not like what cracks me up, you know, like when people they say, um, "Oh, well, where do you live? Oh, I live in, you know, I live in L.A. Oh, really? Well, whereabouts? Beaumont." Yeah, you're like, you what? Know, is that still is that still L.A.? <laughs> no. But that's the, totally. I, was I live in Reno yes. Valley. <laughs> right, but is that L.A.? I think it's I. And I have no problem with Marino Valley. The best autobot I've ever had came from someone's hands, their mother's hands. From Moreno Valley. I have nothing but love for everyone. But when people try to sell a thing and it's really, nah, you don't live in L.A., you live here, that's misleading. Mm -hmm. Because remember the guy we just saw at the car show? He was like, oh, I'm from D.C. And I was like, oh, where? And he's like, oh, actually, and then adjust it. And there was a guy I met at work in the parking lot. Oh, what's going on, dog? I see you with the Tesla. You know, I feel you out here. You all doing? He's like, yeah, you know, you know, whatever. I was like, where you from, man? He's like, I'm from DC. I was like, oh, where? He was like, oh, actually, I'm from Moco. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jared's gonna get that. It's uh, <laughs> Montgomery County. And I was like, bro, I was born in Silver Spring. He's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because you don't know where people really know, right? Until they like, you're like, oh, I know actually. Right. But when people try to say, oh, I'm from X Y Z, and they're right. like, what's oh, I'm, that? I'm from the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Oh, oh, really? Where are you from? Oh, well, actually, I'm See? from. <laughs> because you never know. Because Galax, Virginia. <laughs> so if you were to say Galax, Virginia, you'd be like, I'm sorry, what? You'd be like, I'm just the outskirts, <laughs> o- almost Africa. You know, like <laughs> I'm a beat away from Africa. Damn near Canada. Because when you tell people that, you know, when you tell people exactly what it is, because I've told people around here, Ladera Ranch, or when we lived in Laguna de Gale, whatever. So I went to what you said. You're like, just say Dana Point. You're like, you know where Dana Point is? Or I didn't realize people really knew what the mission was. Mm-hmm. You tell people the mission. Like, oh, yeah, I went there in middle school. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> but you made field trips to that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> I remember running into someone. They said Pittsburgh. And I said, oh, where? And it's never Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. It's never Pittsburgh. Totally. But that's like, that's like the most... That's the most relative thing to say right. so that you don't have to have more steps in your conversation. Right. Just say where you're from. You yeah. know, I would say I'm from California. Oh, really? Whereabouts? San Juan Capistrano. Oh, well, where's that? Halfway between LA and San Diego. So you stop, you know, you hit the big mark and then you go really small. Right. Go, Do you really know? 
right. Do you really? No, I'm you from don't. San Juan okay. Capistrano. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. It's halfway between LA and San Diego. That's good. I think I should start leading with that. <clears throat> but being here, we don't travel much. We do travel, but um, oh, let's have this. How was your Buenos Aires experience? It was empath, not a fantastic. Yeah. So what did you? What were your top twenty things that you liked about it? Oh, Saying I, top five is so limiting. Just I, give people more range and let them talk about things that they like. Give me your top 20. <laughs> um, I like the fact that we could walk everywhere that we wanted to go within that little, you know, town. We were in a good um, spot, though. We were in a great spot. That's what I meant in that little town. Am I yeah. going to go walking at 3 a.m. in, you know, downtown Buenos Aires. I didn't want to be in 3 a.m. You know what I'm saying? But we were, though. And and it was okay. No problem. You know? (laughs) And, like, there was even women out there, just women walking together, 2 o'clock in the morning. Kids out there. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're about to sell me something that I don't want to buy. Get out. Um, I don't need any drugs. Seeing seeing the the let out after the Boca game. God, that was rad. Nuts. (laughs) Nuts. That was rad. And they Um, lost, though. If it was a W, if we would have went, La Boca's tight. they were that rowdy. Yeah, so the food in La Boca, too. Um, The water right there at the port. Um, The huge city, the... You know, I don't like hustle bustle traffic. I don't like to live in that, you know, but to visit that and you This know, is why you don't see, want to live in LA. Mm-mm. And to see like all the big buildings and there's so much history, you know. Um, the Italian influence, you know, the the different countries, the people that came over. Um, I would love to know, you know, hands on know more about their wine industry and maybe you know at some point in time we can go back there and maybe go to Mendoza and you know the different areas um tell me more about what you think about the wine from what you since you're interested to know more it was clearly something that gave you enough to really bite into and go yo I like this so what what made you like to learn more about the wine in that area um I think that because the the um, the wineries are so old, you know, old vines, old wine, delicious, you know, um, fruit forward, that deep, dark, buried cherry that you like. Um, and then with the foods that they have over there, it's just such a perfect match for um, the reds that they're known for. You know, the, you said one of the best calves you ever had was... Crazy. You know, that beautiful cab that you had just still have a photo of it i can't pronounce it yeah. <laughs> um yeah but um the malbecs of course what that area is known for is just a you know smoky sultry deep beautiful ruby red you mm. know just really nice that's good yeah that's good what about the sparkling wine you're having now? What are we What are we talking about? What are we having? Oh, uh, you got some Blancy Blancs? <laughs> Vous en ball. It's like, um, it's like a bright, um, citrusy raisin, if there's such a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a... Uh, there's gold raisins. Yeah, yeah, but it's more like a, a dark raisin to me, the flavor okay. anyways. It's kind of... Not syrupy. That sounds like a bad descriptor, but it isn't. It's a it's a heavier, you know, heavier, heavier, crisp, 
you know, raisin. It's nice. What's your top five wines? What wines, if you can, if you can have a wine, five wines you want stocked in your house, seven days a week? Um, I love Vino Verde, the Laura grape. Um, uh, Argentinian Malbec's beautiful. Um... Oh, of course, I gotta go to the California coast, I guess, since I am here. Uh, <laughs> um, I would say that, um, you know, Napa Cab, you'd enjoy that for sure. Um, Oregon Coast, Pinot Noir, Walla Walla has some nice wines too up there. Yeah. And just to let y'all know, she was reading my mind because I already said Walla Walla five times in my head. <laughs> and I was just watching a video about, oh, it was uh, Kevin on stage. He was like, women, man, they just be reading your minds. They just know exactly what you're thinking. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why I try to keep my thoughts clear. clear. All, always in my head. Yeah. That Pepperidge, Pepperidge Farm? Pepperidge Farm is the cheese. Um, what's the what's meat and cheese? <laughs> what's one the, of those, what do they call it? A summer sausage? What's the gig? Yes, please. <laughs> what's that wine from Walla Walla that's so great? It's pepper, it's pepper something. Pepper. It's absolutely fantastic. I love it. Um, uh, I have, I think I follow him on IG. It's a dark bo- I brought it here and I was like, this is in some, where is this from? Yeah. Oh, it's Washington. I'm like, you say that like you knew it the whole time, but you never told me. Like, okay. it was fantastic. Sorry. You gotta tell me of the good cabs, the good big berry cabs. Big berry. You like the you like the the newer wines. You don't like the like the older cabs. You like that real bright, heavy tannin fruit forward. So yeah. yeah. But so if you give me a cab from two thousand nine, it's gonna be complex. Like it's gonna Maybe. have some turns. Maybe. You know? And I don't but I haven't had one that was ten years old, you know? Yeah. I have one. I think that Walla Walla. I forget what year it was. Uh, hopefully, I have a photo of it. Don't you have the bottle over there? In your, Maybe. In your bottle. Let's see. I don't know. I have a wine rack. She got me a wine rack for Christmas. Uh, hopefully, it's over here because I have a plenty. Um, if Devoe is listening, can someone tell Devoe in France to call me, please? D e v a u x. Absolutely fantastic champagne. I have a Grand Reserve from them uh, years ago. It was out of this world. And um, I said I wanted it. And they were like, yo, kick rocks. You're not cool. So I got to figure it out and um, get some of that. I didn't save it, but I did get it from Bevmo. And whoa, it was crazy. And it was a two for one. I'm like, cab. Two for one. Never heard of Walla Walla. Let's, let's, let's try it out. And it was banane. It was so good. So good. Pepper Bridge Winery. Pepper Bridge. Yeah. That's why I said Pepper Ridge. Because it's Pepper Bridge. Nonetheless. Um, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. Okay. We'll close it here. Okay. Take a Take a break. And uh, we'll be recording soon again. Thank you for your time. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. And uh, we'll be talking to you all soon again.